Welcome to Mary's Cup of Tea, the self-love podcast for women. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski, an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that will inspire you to love yourself. Hello, self-lover. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to make sure you know about my two books on self-love. If you're struggling with body image or self-acceptance, then I highly recommend you check out my first book, The Gift of Self-Love. It's a comprehensive workbook to help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to love who you are. Thousands of people have this book and the five-star reviews are so amazing. They give me so much life. So I hope that this is something that can help you too. You can get it wherever books are sold by searching for The Gift of Self-Love or go to my website, maryscupoftea.com slash book. After releasing The Gift of Self-Love and reading all your positive feedback, I realized that we really needed something to keep us going every single day. So not a deep dive workbook, but maybe like a micro dose of self-love in your daily life, which is why I wrote 100 Days of Self-Love. It's a guided journal with, you guessed it, 100 prompts that cover so many areas of life, including body, identity, purpose, emotions, mindset, relationships, and more. So you can really think of it as a metaphorical multivitamin, something to keep you going, or as I like to say, growing on your self-love journey. You can get this journal wherever books are sold as well by searching for 100 Days of Self-Love or go to maryscupoftea.com slash journal. It's my mission to share all the self-love tea with you, so I hope that both my books and this podcast can do just that. When I first met my now husband, For a long time, I kept telling myself, this is too good to be true. I would tell myself this both consciously and subconsciously. I was waiting for the second shoe to drop. I would tell my friends that he's great, but it's probably not going to last. I kept looking for something to be wrong with him. I remember I made him take two different attachment style quizzes and was utterly shocked when both of them came back as securely attached. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) people like that actually exist. And our first disagreement and fight, I remember feeling, again, just shocked that there was no yelling or cussing or screaming or throwing stuff involved (laughs) in it because... I guess my whole life, I've just been accustomed to chaos and toxicity and abandonment and just like very volatile relationship dynamics. So, of course, when a stable, healthy relationship comes into my life, I'm living in this anxiety and panic that it's not going to last, that something's going to happen. I think that if we perpetually feel this way and we don't work on strengthening our sense of self-worth to receive good and true things, then you'll be more susceptible to falling into self-doubt and ultimately self-sabotage. Luckily, I caught this pattern within myself, so I was aware of what could happen if I didn't actively work 
on my self-worth. And with time, of course, it takes time to build trust with a person. And now that my relationship has continued to be good and true and it's lasted this long, I feel that much more secure in it. But therapy also helped a lot. And digging into these pre-existing beliefs and, of course, childhood experiences that led me to believe or not to believe that relationships can be good and true. And unpacking all of that, of course, cannot be understated. Little by little, I started believing that I am worthy of living in that overlap, the overlap of things that are good and true. Here's what I mean by that. If you picture this as a diagram, so picture good is a circle and true is a separate circle. And there's this small intersection in the middle, right? Good old Venn diagram. It might help to draw it out. I have it drawn out right here in front of me. So the good side represents what you really, really want. Most of us want good things. And the true side represents what you really, really believe. Think of this as like what you believe to be true. That overlap in the middle is directly proportional to your sense of self-worth. And what's meant for you will land there in the middle. So a good relationship, a good job, a good place to live, good friendships, good, good things. They will land there and they're meant for us, but they will only stay there if we let them, if we don't push them away. And even if there's something that has run its course, it's going to calmly leave without threatening your sense of self-worth. But when these two circles, when what you want does not align with what you believe, that's when you'll experience that inner battle I described earlier with doubt and fear and ultimately self-sabotage. So too good to be true is not that intersection in the middle. That intersection in the middle is things that are good and true, right? Because good and true are the two circles. So that intersection in the middle is things that are good and true, the things that are meant for us that will stay if we have the courage to receive them, to let them stay their season as long as they're you know meant for us and trust that they will go if they need to in their time. But we are worthy of good and true things. The things that are actually too good to be true are the ones that fall into like the actual circles, like not in the intersection, right? They're the things that fall either in the good or either in the true, because that's where we're like, oh, they're, you know, too good to be true. And that part is important because that's where you might find yourself attracting if you really buy into this belief of like good things are too good to be true, right? You might attract people who feel good but are not truthful. For example, manipulators, toxic people, even narcissists, because those are the people that feel good, right? But they're not authentic. They're not honest. They're not pure and have your well-being in mind. That is actually what's too good to be true. This is important to know 
because having a high sense of self-worth will also develop your discernment so that you can spot yellow and red flags, you can sniff them out from miles away, and stop letting them come close to you. On the flip side, you might settle for someone who is true, but maybe not particularly good for you. Or you push something good away because you don't trust that it's true. So that's what happens when we keep buying into this belief that things are too good to be true. We're basically telling ourselves that good and true cannot coexist, so we settle for either good or true. (laughs) Does that make sense? And that's where we fall into either somebody that's toxic, that's not necessarily right for us, or maybe somebody that's like, okay, but like a little boring, also not right for us. Or altogether, we push that person away that was actually good and true, but we just didn't have that sense of self-worth to receive it. And I'm using person as a proxy here for anything good in life. Again, it could be a job, it could be a friendship, it could be just a state of being, like an energy. You know that I'm not a huge fan of most supplements because of their misleading labels, questionable ingredients, and false promises. But then there's Ritual, made for skeptical people like us that care about our health in a non-diet culture-y kind of way. I researched a ton of vitamins and thankfully landed on Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. Let me tell you, taking this vitamin is an experience. Firstly, it has a minty essence that makes taking your multis actually enjoyable. And the bottle is transparent, as are the capsules, which have nine key nutrients in two relatively small capsules per day. I was also impressed with their third-party certifications, rigorous testing, and even a peer-reviewed clinical study on the exact multivitamin I'm taking. So if you're a science geek like me, you can read that study on their website. And thanks to their commitment to traceable ingredients, you can trust what you're putting in your body. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 20% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Mary20 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. So as you're going through life or growing through life, you know, I love to say that, as you're growing through life, the goal is to align what you want with what you believe. So on your Venn diagram, what you're doing is just bringing these circles closer together so that that intersection grows. And remember that intersection of good and true, things that are good and true and meant for you, they're directly proportionate to your sense of self-worth. So as that intersection grows, these two circles converge, they get closer together. There's obviously still things that are just good or things that are just true, but that middle of good and true becomes bigger. And the reason why it becomes bigger is because your self-worth is elevated, so you're attracting better things into your life. The things that you let into your sphere more and more often align because your sphere is focused on the good and true, not having them mutually exclusive, but rather coexisting. 
did I get a little too esoteric there? Does that make any sense? Because when I started drawing it out, it really made sense for me. So I hope it makes sense for you too. Basically, what I'm saying is to not neglect the power of your beliefs. If what you want is something you don't feel fully deserving or worthy of, then it's going to be a lot harder to not only figure out what you want and find it, but also to embrace it, to attract it, right? To really receive it and enjoy it in the moment. If you say, I want a relationship, ask yourself first, do you believe that you're worthy of a relationship? And it's not just relationship, it's love, right? Like if you say, I want love, do you believe in love? That's such a big question. Like, do you believe in love? And there are so many people that unfortunately have been hurt so hard that they don't believe in love that much. That's when we also struggle to love ourselves. And I think, of course, that is often the first step is to work on that love you have with yourself so that you start believing in love. And little by little, you're building that trust in somebody else to share a love with them. And when it's good and true, you trust that it's meant for you. It doesn't have to be forever and ever and ever. And honestly, part of receiving and feeling worthy of good things in your life is being in the moment and not thinking into the future. Because as soon as we start doing that, we fall into anxiety. (laughs) So right here, right now, this is good and true and it's for you. And of course, this goes for other areas of your life too. It's not enough to just want something. You must also believe that you're worthy of it. For some of us, this might be harder, right? (laughs) Because we have had really bad examples and really strained experiences that messed us up quite a bit. So it might take a little bit more work, but that's the work, right? It's not about sitting around waiting for the perfect person to find you or the perfect situation to fall into your lap. It's about consistently working on those beliefs so that when the opportunity presents itself, you feel open and ready to receive it. And that's the part that I think a lot of people neglect. I see this in my single friends who are dating. Certain things they say they want don't align with what they really believe. And it's hard to watch that from the outside looking in because you see so much light and amazingness in your friend. But if they don't believe it, then they're not going to be attracting it. And then if it does happen to walk into their sphere, but again, their sphere of what they accept to be good and true is so small that they either don't see it or they push it away. It's just a sign to think about if what you want matches up with what you believe to be true about yourself. If you're anything like me and you're feeling a bit lost in life lately, then you might be listening to this thinking, Mary, I don't even know what I want. How can I work on my beliefs around it? Pretty simple. You work on your beliefs related to feeling lost itself. So clearly this experience of not really knowing the direction you're headed or what you want to do with your life, that's such a big dramatic way to put it. You know what I mean. Just like not feeling sure and secure in your purpose and trajectory, that is totally normal. 
clearly this experience is happening for you right now. So you can either feel agitated about it or embrace it. And I've recently chosen to believe that feeling lost is a good thing because this is true. And now I'm telling myself that this is good. It is good and true. And I want to see what happens when I live from that perspective. One thing that happened instantly is that I don't feel as lost anymore, not because I figured everything out overnight, but because I believe that feeling lost is going to lead to a lot of other things that are good and true. And this idea of feeling lost, you know, it's been on my mind quite a bit lately. And I decided that instead of trying to figure it out all on our own, I have received tons of messages and emails and just a general consensus of a lot of us feeling this way. And I thought, why are we going through this alone? Why are we, you know, trying to piece together these puzzles and weird ass Venn diagrams <laughs> all by ourselves in our room? Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But if you are craving community and connection and you just want some positive energy and some workshoppy things, journaling, dedicated time and space for you to work on your personal growth, maybe sort out some of these complicated thoughts and feelings you might have in your head then maybe you want to come to my next self-love retreat. I have officially decided to host one more retreat. So if you're interested in coming, make sure you go to my website, maryscupoftea.com slash retreats, and you'll see a box to drop your name and email, and that'll let me know that you're interested in hearing about the next retreat. Retreats fill up really, really fast, especially because this is going to be my last one, probably, because I want I want the babies. I want the babies. <laughs> so if a self-love retreat is of interest to you, go join that retreat interest and priority list. All it means is that you will be the first to know when I announce this next retreat, the dates, location, all the details, and first dibs to apply and register. Talk about too good to be true. Retreats are too good to be true, but it is my job to spend the whole week we have together convincing you that you are worthy of things that are good and true. So I hope that your two circles come closer and closer together until what you want and what you believe merge into more or less one and the same. Of course, they're not always going to be completely overlapping. My circles definitely don't fully overlap, but Luckily, they've come together enough to see that good and true is possible more often than not. And I know that it's possible for you too. So may the circles of what you want and what you believe come closer together. And may your intersection of self-worth grow to overpower the sum of its parts. So that even if you're not sure what direction you're headed in life, you still believe that you are worthy of good and true things. One last thing before we farewell, my self-lovers. If you've been enjoying the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple or rate the show on Spotify. 
You can do this by searching for the show, Mary's Cup of Tea. Scroll all the way down on Apple Podcasts and you'll see stars where you can click one of the stars and leave a few kind words. It just means so much to me because I'm so behind the scenes when I'm podcasting, so I don't really get to see the impact of the show unless you leave a review. And on Spotify, there's just a button that says rate the show and it'll let you put however many stars you want. Your feedback helps the podcast grow. And as someone whose love language is words of affirmation, your kind words mean the world to me. Thank you so much for supporting the show and helping me spread the gift of self-love. I love you all so much and I will talk to you in next week's episode.